captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for season three, episode 15 of New Girl. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher and I am here with the titular old guy, Wheels. How's it rolling? Uh, yeah, it feels like it's been a very long time since we've had just the two of us on a podcast. We've probably but done it twice in like four months. We maybe have talked off air the most we have in, in four months. We're getting along very well right now. I think that's a good sign. Well, it's always like when you have trouble with other people, <laughs> you know, you, you can't make trouble with everyone in your life. That's always it's true. Rule. I've always said, like, I'm always excited. If, like, my mom's mad at someone else or my wife's mad at someone else, like, that's good because they're not mad at me, you know? Oh, I love drama that I'm not a part of. I remember mm-hmm. I lived in a, with two girls in a triple in my sorority my sophomore year, and, like, they were fighting with each other. And I was like, I cannot – everyone I talked to, I was like, I cannot tell you – how happy I am to not be involved in this. <laughs> was this the tell me how my name tastes? It tastes yes. Delicious. Oh, my God. The Everyone re- knows that story. Listening. It's that's one of a my classic. best anecdotes. One yeah, that's a, anecdotes. that's a great story. And I think when I tell that story, I probably note how thrilled I was to not be involved. That, I mean, front that, row, that sounds, yeah. That's, that's like being at a reality TV show. Like, you know, that's, you normally couldn't pay to get tickets to something like that. Well, we don't. I mean, we've talked about this, but we don't talk enough about how almost everyone I'm friends with could carry a podcast. Like, I don't know what it is about me, but like, I've had so many of my friends, Joe Fo, Molly, Johnny Langan, Ian comes on this, Missy. Like, I don't, my friend Mitchell would be great on this. I think if you could tell a lot by the company you keep, I'm a circus. Those mm-hmm. girls, like my whole life is a reality TV show. It could be a cast of a reality TV show. I don't think it would be a like. I think your life now is relatively tame. I think it wouldn't be a great reality TV show. Well, but yeah, I'm not you have a lot of characters. You're saying who are that's who what are, I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. You might be the constellation. You're like the normal. I don't know. I don't want to say normal, but like you're the sort of like steadier whatever person, like the straight man, if you will. That's what you think. You're I've Archie. You, yeah, Kiwi, I've told what? you some stories. No, I know you're not like totally, but <laughs> you're you're like Archie, you know. And then you got a bunch of jugheads running around, basically. Is what yeah, I'm you're saying. my lead jughead. <laughs> if I'm a jughead, then I mean I do like hamburgers, but I think on Riverdale, jughead doesn't even eat hamburgers, which infuriates me to no end. That's just I like don't think main... Riverdale is canon. Yeah, it it is. It's not. It's not. You're right. It's not Archie canon because the jughead's main thing was like I wear a crown and I eat hamburgers, and then he does neither of those two things. He just like. I don't know what what are, what do they do on the show at this point? Probably like murder aliens or something. I watched one episode for the Kowski cast. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't intend to watch more. But what I will watch more of is New Girl. And much like last week with you, where you hadn't watched or two weeks ago, you watched the episode like a month before. Yeah. I had we had a miscommunication that was totally my fault, and I thought we were recording on Tuesday, and so I watched this you know close to a week ago now. And we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll say right off the bat, I'll let I'll let everyone down easier. This is one of my least favorite episodes of the series. Well, so you really let them down because I have a question directed at that. We're talking mm-hmm. about season three, episode fifteen, X's, aired two days after the Super Bowl episode, which I think is notable. Aired February fourth. You got to strike while the iron's hot, and and I've mentioned this as a stat. 
right? The, this episode completely tanked the ratings. It was less than the week beforehand. Yeah, well, you're not alone, Kiwi, because Felipe says, is this the worst episode of the show so far? Full transparency, I watched it very drunk, but I don't remember disliking an episode this much besides Virgins. Great podcast episode with Dr. Amanda, though. And producer Kelly says, my take, it's fun, but seems very different in energy from most other New Girl apps. Does Keeve have any intel on director Alex Hardcastle that would shed some light on this? I don't. I don't have any intel. It's weird because I think, like, it has an interesting crew of people. I mean, there's there's not really Cece, but you have, like, you know, a lot of the other five. I, I like I like the waitress. I like Mary Elizabeth Ellis. We got, we have uh, Tiffany Haddish in, in a pre-super famous role, right? I don't know what she had done before this that... I'm super familiar with, but you know, you know, this is. I mean, her uh, role is small enough in this to suggest that if she was taking this part, she wasn't that famous. No, I yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think she was not, not big time yet. And I just, yeah, I, it it didn't work for me. I think the script is bad. I think the directing is bad. I think there's like too much going on, but also not enough. Um, do you feel the same way? This is one of my least favorite episodes, if I mean, not my least favorite. I didn't really care. Like, is that weird to say? Like, I didn't hate this episode at all. Um, when I think about it, having received the feedback from the listeners and from you, I get it. I'm not here to, like, stump for this episode by any means. It's very forgettable. Like, having someone, being someone who's binge-watched the show, it's an extremely forgettable episode, but it doesn't feel like a labor to watch it. It's, like, still, like, a fine 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I just don't – yeah, I mean, I guess one of the nice parts about these episodes being 20 minutes is none of them are really a huge labor. But even, like, the worst sitcom you could really sit through. But I, I don't like, like, the, the idea Caroline is all of a sudden, like, back in the picture and we're supposed to care about her. And then remind me, is, is Berkeley someone we've met before? Never heard of him in our life. Never heard of him, right? And I bet we never do again. And Adam Brody, that's, like, he's got his own issues, right? No, that's Adrian Brody. Adam Brody, I think, is fine. Yeah, no, I'm mixing him up with Adrian Brody. Um, are you were you an OC person? We're really jumping all over the place. Yeah, we got some questions. Chloe G said, "What do we think of Adam Brody?" Um, I was a big OC fan. I wrote, I've I've been referring to him in my notes as Seth Cohen. That's obviously where I know him the most from. Mm-hmm. Also, a cameo, one of the weirder characters on the league. Um, he who was plays he? one of the out of town guys. He's the guy who has AIDS. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think Adam Brody is sort of like replacement level Jewish looking actor. Talk about Jewish energy. Yeah, I think this is not his best, uh, this is best performance or best. No, he's a total skeeve. He's horrible here. Mm -hmm. But like, generally, I don't have an issue with him. I don't like, and I I think the show's going to do it a lot more. But I hate that like everything is like, oh, you know, this thing we've never mentioned before. This is like a major part of this person's life. Of course, we're all friends with our exes. Like what? That's never been mentioned. I mean, I do like that – I do like that they returned to Caroline. I get what you're saying, that we were sort of over her. But then I like it because that did kind of leave unfinished, right? Like, he was going to move in with her, and then he just reappears in the in the loft, and there's, like, a dance sequence. So, like, I don't mind them sort of going back to that well to sort of explain how – like, there's no world you're going to move in with a guy. He just dips, and that's the end of the conversation. But I don't know that this was the best treatment of revisiting the situation. Right. Also, it's a little outdated to be like... I mean, actually, Keeve, I mean, producer Kelly... And well, I just skipped the digest because we've been digesting it's, yeah. it. 
I think it's but fine, yeah. Producer Kelly said, who's the most correct in the philosophy of exes? Jess, who believes it's the purest form of friendship, or Nick, who believes you burn them swiftly and give their ashes to Poseidon? The reason I'm, I'm curious to ask you this question, Keeve, is I happen to know that, well, I don't want to put you on blast. I'll edit this out if you want, but you have told me before that you think that every single man who's friends with a woman, wants to sleep with them. <laughs> I don't think I said that oh, that I, definitively. Oh, I absolutely have said that. I think and I, think I first of all, I said this. Every single man with a single man. Woman not every every person on earth. Every single I guy. I said single. I don't, I don't. I'm straight. I, I'm straight. Let's say that too. Mm, hmm. <laughs> I, I'm not going to bring, I'm not going to bring uh, that kind of person into this. I think that, um. What kind of person? You mean your Well, son? I'm saying a child. I'm not going to like, <laughs> yeah, let, yeah, I'm yeah, not going to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I I don't know. That's it's a hot take. I don't think it's every person, but I think it's like way more than people think. Yes, that's definitely. Well, there's true. exceptions to every theory, like Lash theory. There are exceptions. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying like you know we have to go interviewing everyone, but you have said that to me, and I disagree. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think with- in the comments. <laughs> As, yeah, you should be soliciting feedback right now. As a single woman with single male friends, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. Why don't you text them all right now? Like, hey, are you into me? <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. Maybe it won't be single after that. Mm, it's possible. Um. So, oh, okay. But does that, how do you feel about exes, being friends with exes? Does well, I, see, it's really a you question. I'll turn it around and ask you because I don't really, I, I don't know. I, I, I've been the same person for over half of my life. <laughs> um, The girl who you took to a movie that adults threw popcorn at you at, uh, Oh, that no, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> I mean, I think it's very, very possible to be friends with exes in the right circumstance, depending on how much distance has been between you and the relationship, how the relationship ended, and how um, serious the relationship was. Like, I definitely am friends with people who I had sort of. I don't want to say insignificant, but sort of like less serious interactions with like dating, dated them casually, whatever, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely, I gen, generally like to end my long-term relationships on good terms. That has not always happened. Uh, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't personally feel a need to like be friends with someone I dated for like three years. I don't, you know, we weren't yeah. friends to start. I got plenty of friends. Mm-hmm. There's too much, like, baggage here. Yeah. Is it a deal breaker? I was playing Red Flag Deal Breaker with someone the other day. It's like, is it a deal breaker for me if I was dating someone? Is that, like, was- a real game? How does Red Flag Deal yeah. Breaker work? So it's a game from uh, the podcast You Up, which is, like, a dating advice podcast on Betches with the comedian Jared Freed. Mm-hmm. And they have a they play a game on the show called Red Flag Deal Breaker. You're in a relationship. It's going smoothly then you find out this bit of information. Is it a red flag or is it a deal breaker? You're out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they sold a card game and I have it. And it's like, uh, washes their sheets twice a year, uh, listens to Radio Disney, but doesn't have kids. Like, whatever. (laughs) What was was washing sheets twice a year for you? Uh, you know what I said? I said, I said, how do you know this information? Right, that's a good question. Like, are they disgusting? (laughs) You know? Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, that's actually Rourke, uh, Rourke of the excellent podcast, um, Finding Mr. Height, 
they do something sort of similar. It's a little different. It's called Weird or Nah. And she's always like, well, how did you come to know this information? Yeah. <laughs> That's it's like a kind fair of question. the key. Anyway, is it a deal breaker for me if someone's friend with their exes? No, but it really depends. That was an uninteresting answer. Sorry, everyone. No, it's, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. In this case, like, Berkeley, you've dated him 10 years ago. He's got a wife and kids. Non-threatening relationship to me. Like, totally fine to be friends with him. Right. I mean, it it's, ends up... It ends up, me yeah. ...me ass there, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in theory, this would not bother me at all. Um, but all right, so this whole thing starts because he ran into Caroline at a farmer's market and, like, freaks out. Um... I do think Jess is a little overly meddlesome here, and I don't know if she feels some level of guilt or just, like, sisterhood with Caroline, but I don't really know why she's, like, taking his closure into her hands. Why Caroline is? No, why Jess is. Like, Jess is, like, pushing Nick to go meet with Caroline. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. There's no upside here. Like, it's either going to go poorly or it's going to go too well. It's, it's insane. There's no, there's no upside. Um, But she says, like, she's leading by example. I have this 10-year-old ex that nobody's ever heard of. Producer Kelly says, when is Jess meant to have dated Berkeley? Yeah. 10 years ago is between Teddy, the fireman, and Spencer? Yeah, I mean, did they say how long they dated for? It could have been, like, brief. Maybe, like, uh, it burned burned bright but quickly. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to assume that. I mean, like, and also, like, we have the other ex. I don't remember... If we've discussed, if he's coming back into the picture ever, the guy who um, breaks up with her in the pilot, but Spencer, yeah, Spencer, I, you know, it, like I, nobody cares about this Berkeley. I, I hate him. Well, part of it to me that makes it even better, like more makes sense that they would be friends, is like how old they were when they dated. So if Jess is like thirty, I forget what what birthday it was, but I think they're in their thirties. Let's say she's thirty. Um, mm-hmm. That feels wrong for some reason, so don't at me. I don't care. But if she's 30, she dated – she's lived in the loft already for at least a year, if not more. I forget yeah. how much time has gone. Let's say conservatively she's like 29. I mean, it should she be two years, in. right? Because hasn't there been like two of everything holiday-wise? Yeah, so let's say she's 28 when she moves into the loft. So she dated Spencer for six years. That puts her at 22. So the oldest she could have possibly been at the breakup with Berkeley is 22. And let's assume she didn't, the day they broke up, she was probably, like, 21. So, like, yeah, you could be friends with your college boyfriend. That wouldn't, yeah. like, Yeah, and now I think we've put more thought into this than the writers group <laughs> than did. the writers. Like, no, she does have this. But maybe they were on, was she ever on a break with Spencer, possibly, for six months? <laughs> uh, they're also, one of the cards also said they still talk to their parents, their ex's parents. So what do you think of that? Winston says he stays friends with their ex's, his ex's families. I almost think there's, like, something redeeming about that person. It could it could be a little bit of, like, I sort of deep down like you better than my kid. That's what they're saying, right? Like, that, you know, like, you dated, you know, uh, you dated my son, and, uh, you know, like, I, you're you're the prize. Like, you know, he's an idiot for, dump, for breaking up with you or, or what have you, you know? There, that could be a high, that could be a high caliber person. Like, who else is, you know, it, it, you could be an insane person also, but I, I think... The type of person who would stay friends with your parents is probably a keeper or a good guy at least. No, the keeper is maybe if the parents reach out to them and they're like, oh, this is like a little weird, but I don't want to be rude. So I send like a one sentence response. 
then it's like the parents want to stay friends. But if you're reaching out to them or having active relationships, to me, the and I'm willing actually to be added about this if I'm not thinking of a scenario, the only acceptable time for me that I can think of to stay friends with an ex's parent is if your ex died and that's why they're no but ex. that's not an ex that's 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 i'm just i'm just saying that's, that's not even in or in even life. if it's your ex we're talking breakup another... we're just talking breakups okay or if you have kids with that person it's, otherwise it, it, i can't think of another reason that's another that's also a different level that, that it's it's not the same thing I, here right. it's like we've severed all ties okay. yeah no no deaths no kids then insane insane behavior i have an ex whose dad follows me on instagram still and like watches all my stories and it freaks me out that's a little freaky i mean it doesn't freak me out like i'm in danger just mm-hmm. so is that is does he that single mean, no does okay, that fine. mean that i'm, I'm a high quality person probably or <laughs> or he's just like intri- no i'm saying like maybe he's just like intrigued by you i don't know did you get along with him when you were dating the son or you didn't have much to do with him no i knew them hmm all right, let's not get into it. Yeah. Um, all right. So Nick and Caroline meet up, and at first, it's a fail. Akiva, this is – I could see you in the Nick position here, like going with an objective to talk about the something uncomfortable and mm-hmm. not making it happen. Yep, yep. I've probably <laughs> – I've, I've been there before probably. Mm-hmm. Um, it is strange to me that we that Caroline thinks it's like someone else when, to me – I guess it does kind of end up that it was Jess, but I kind of think this whole plot line is a little convoluted. That Nick was in love with Jess the minute he saw her. This doesn't really track with how desperate Nick was to get Caroline back. I think to me what makes more sense is what actually happened, which is Nick got freaked out by the idea of moving in with her and realized like, okay, he actually doesn't feel that serious about her. And he's got to go back to the loft. And maybe subconsciously the idea of, like, having separation from Jess made him start thinking about it. But I do not like rewriting history to, like, a new romanticized version of, like, I was in love with you the day I met you. I don't really think that that makes any sense. And you think Caroline thinks that, too? That, that like, ultimately she broke up with him for her? Well, her whole theory coming into this is there yeah. must have been someone else. And it's like, mm, I think a guy who moves in with you and then spazzes out and leaves is probably more intimidated by the commitment of it or the commitment right. to you yeah. than some other woman. I do think everyone in the world history who has broken up with someone and then the person goes on to date someone who they knew before you broke up probably thinks that there was some sort of like cheating or emotional affair or something like that in- involved. You know, it has mm-hmm. to at least cross their mind. Like, well, were they, what somebody once tell me, like, um, uh, like jumping from car to car. There was a, there was a term you kids call it. I don't know. Uh, It'll, I'm not young. I guess Look, you're not young enough to know. Yeah. This. But in this case, I don't even think it was that long. I mean, that short of a time, like mm-hmm. they didn't start dating right away. I know, but she doesn't know the timeline. She's just coming in with like a fractured picture of like following you know them on facebook or whatever it would have been back then and you know what i mean like she doesn't know the day-to-day she doesn't even timeline. know that her and just him and just are together until the end right I mean, yes yeah no it, this is another really sitcom-y thing where it's like all of this could have been solved by nick saying literally one sentence that wouldn't even be that difficult to say yeah and him not doing it not allowed to do that in sitcoms though can't explain <laughs> yourself you gotta you gotta fight your way out of the situation um, but all right, so Jess is inexplicably reaching out to Seth Cohen for advice here. Um, and he shows up to advise. 
dad. Brings Seth Cohen, the dad. Kind of yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. Seth Cohen, the dad. I mean, yeah, like he brings. Right, I was saying he brings the baby. Oh, oh, oh! Yes, yes, yes. Um. I feel like when I had one kid, I used to do things like this: just show up somewhere with one baby, like with just Ella. Can't do oh, that when you have a million kids, you know. Well, how many kids do you have now? The way more than one. <laughs> you said you said we could do it now. I'll I have a lot of up. kids. I have a lot of kids. How many kids? <laughs> I'd say between four and ten. <laughs> okay, I don't know why you're being weird. Um, but no, do you know what I mean? Like one, <laughs> one, one kid is like luggage. Like you just bring that kid anywhere, one and kid it's is like luggage. It's true, and you, you bring that kid saying. anywhere, and it's like you're still one of the one of the crew a little bit. And then, but yeah, once you have more than one, you're you're an adult, and you got to stay home. Is that is that your excuse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right, producer Kelly. So Caroline's doing some crazy things. She's showing up. She's throwing cement blocks on a car that's not even his car. Producer Kelly says, is this the first time we've actually seen Caroline's crazy side that we've been hearing about since season one? I sort of forget because I sort of mix up Mary Elizabeth Ellis's characters and other shows. But this is, I, I, I don't know. Do Have we seen her be crazy before? Remind me. Not really. We've seen Nick be crazy, right? Because they go to the yeah. wedding and she he brings uh, Jess as the crazy wedding date. Yes. And then they're kind of crazy when they're together. Like, they make up that dance to cheer oh, us yeah. up, and it's, like, very bizarre. But I don't think they've showed her, like, capable of throwing a cement brick on someone's car. No, this is this is wild behavior. Um, But it turns out, Berkeley reveals that, based on a little energy from Jess, he wants to leave his wife for her and feels led on for the last 10 years. Completely deranged for a man with a kid to be like, oh, I mistook our friendship for something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a baby. I do love how much Nick loves it. Like, Nick is not upset, is not worried about mm-hmm. losing Jeff. He's, He's happy just, he was like, right. relishing mm-hmm. in this moment. That's relatable I mean, energy. What kind of man is this? Like, he's going to leave you for the next, the next ex or something. No, this that's t- true. Very unappealing, honestly. Mm-hmm. I Don't go out happen. with someone who would throw away their baby in a 10-year marriage for, you know, for you after one day. I learned that lesson when I was, like, 22. I dated a guy who took us, me on his first date. Then I found out he had a girlfriend. And somehow mine tricked me into being okay with it when they broke up. And then same thing happened to me. Goes around, comes around, ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Caroline makes a really impassioned speech to Jess, which is is kind of scary. Speaking about what goes around comes around, she gives sort of a warning shot of it's not going to be long before he stops holding your hand and starts drifting off during important conversations. You're the girlfriend now, but one day you'll be the ex, and he. This won't too tell serious. Why. It's too serious <laughs> of a scene. This is a sitcom. This is like dep- this is like depressing stuff. This is a soap opera scene, you know. Well, I think they redeem it. Or in their minds, they redeem it by having Nick rise to the occasion in a way he never did with Caroline. By addressing it head on, telling her what happened. I didn't cheat on you, but I fell in love with Jess the moment she walked through the door. Like, him rising to that level sort of says, like, I'm not going to be the same with Jess as I was with you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, truly devastating. Horrible. Yeah, it's too serious. This is a comedy, guys. Uh, Heard of it? (laughs) 
So let's check in with the other guys. Schmidt has completed his loft and no one cares. Um, when, how, how many episodes has it been since Schmidt moved out? Because for us, it's been months, but I, I can't really remember how many episodes it's been. A couple. I feel like the nobody cares is like they realize like, ah, this is storyline isn't working. Um, yeah, it, but I, as long as coach is there, what can they do? So they have to keep kind of juicing that. Mm -hmm. Plus I think they're giving space from like how terrible Schmidt was with Elizabeth and Cece, right? Like who even remembers that at this point? Yeah, but I, it's not working for me. The other loft, I don't think anything good is happening there. Uh, Well, I mean, how do you think of, what do you think of the decor? Oh, I mean, that's like, that goes for a lot of puns, like all the chairs and stuff, but not, none of this worked for me, to be honest. Fair enough. Um, so we'll just yada yada through it, honestly. Um, the one thing I, I do want to shout out, so like they show the beer in the coffee table, like they lift the coffee table and there's like icy beers. Mm-hmm. What is the, uni- there is like universal appeal to men about easily accessible cold beverages in sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Like George, one of the big things the summer of George is he's got like a little mini fridge in his chair. Yeah. Like that happens all the time where they're like, and we've got a cooler. You don't even have to get up in your one bedroom apartment to go get a drink. Yeah. I, I, I mean, listen, if you ever like go to a hotel with a guy, the first thing they're doing is like going to the ice, the ice maker. Nice machine. Even if they don't have any drinks in their in their room, it's like men love near, near being near the ho- like the hotel, uh, you know, ice stuff. I thought you were gonna say the mini bar, but you you just just the ice maker is sufficient. When I was, um, when I was twelve years old, uh, and we started going to bar mitzvahs, we went to like a like a pretty nice weekend bar mitzvah. Weekend bar mitzvah is basically like it's in a hotel, um, like the whole bar mitzvah sort of happens in a hotel and. There was two bar mitzvahs that weekend in our grade, so they did a draft. Like, if there was ever two bar mitzvahs <laughs> the same weekend. Because they didn't want, like, one kid to have no friends there, that it would right. be terrible. So they drafted the kids. Luckily, I wasn't friends with the other kids, so I got to go to the nice one. And I remember we spent our whole Friday night just, like, going to every ice machine in the hotel, and we filled up our bathtub with drinks. In my head, like, we got beers. I'd have to ask my friend Andrew. But, like, we were 12 and 13, so I, it must have been sodas. We must have just been getting... In my head, we got beer. It has to have been sodas, right? But, like, we were just filling up, the like, the bathtubs with ice and, and soda. And, like, I don't know how thirsty we were that we needed, like, these cold drinks. Like, how many drinks were we going to have? But that was, like, our main, like, mission for the whole weekend was this ice. So I guys guess it runs... Ice. You guys love ice. That's, that's what you need to know. Um, but, all right, so... Schmidt finally successfully picks up a girl at the bar, but turns out Coach took the whole Mikasa Sukasa thing too far. He brought Tiffany Haddish back, and we do get a return of Birdie. Winston's in the guest room with Birdie, so I do think yep. that was Birdie at Jess's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Shocking. I know you did not predict that Birdie would be in two more episodes. Honestly, I've seen the show, and I did not predict that. Right. Fair enough. Uh, but they do come up with a strategy to try to use all the hookup zones. In the apartment, which is, it's mm-hmm. like, to me, it's funny. It's maybe it's a little gross, but it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I like the like trying to explain how they're brothers, and then Winston comes out total botch, like I'm Frank Scabopolis. Like I did get a laugh out of this. Yeah, no, that part was. I'm not saying this is irredeemable. That was funny. I just didn't Who's, care so much. Where does Tiffany Haddish's fame? Like she's definitely not fa- not as famous or close to the top tier fame 
famous guest stars when she's on the show. But if we're looking at the guest stars like Natasha Leon, Taylor Swift, after like at present day fame, Tiffany Haddish has to be top five famous guest. Yeah, stars she's here, probably right? fam- more famous than Leon. Not as famous, obviously, as T Swift. Um, so I'd put her at three. I forget where we slotted uh, the pair, Rob Reiner and uh, Jamie Lee. I mean, I think she's more famous than Rob Reiner at this point. Um, I mean, she might be at her absolute peak, but like, and Rob Reiner's it's not. It's always but... so hard. Who, who, okay, who is the deciding audience, right? Is it who my mom knows, or is it who, like, 18 to 34 know? Like, who is yeah. the relevant audience no, it's a good question. you're deciding? I think it should be, like, total. Like, what's their, what percentage of the country knows Rob Reiner versus Tiffany Haddish versus, you know. Then I think Jamie Lee Curtis is probably more well-known than yeah, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's fair. Cause, yeah, because the older older crowd knows Jamie Curtis way better. And I think, like, my crowd definitely knows, and I think even Gen Z might know Freaky Friday, you know? like Yeah, no, Freaky Friday definitely helps her. She's not, yeah. like, irrelevant at all. Yeah. Uh, Freaky Friday definitely helps her. That's our tagline. Well, let's get our merch mm-hmm. going again. What happened there? I don't think maybe. that would be on the merch, but we should get some merch going again. If we could get a podcast out every week, then maybe we could go back to thinking it's about It's fair merch. enough. You, you do, you have, we have to do at least three in a row before we do merch. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're at the end of the episode, and we do have some business to take care of to talk about next week. So speaking of three in a row, Kiwi, we talked when we got started here. Um, you know, good thing about the episode, 30 minutes in and out, baby. Mm-hmm. Nice, and, nice and clean. So we yes. have some time to do a little Michigas here. Okay. Uh, Michigas Minute. We talked about how on the beloved Seinfeld podcast with Rob Sesternino, the great Rob Sesternino, you guys combine two-part episodes into one. And mm-hmm. I told you that doesn't really happen with New Girl, but there is a series of three episodes called Sisters 1. It's just Sister. Sorry, Sister, Sister 2, and Sister 3. And we have reached that day. See, episodes 16 through 18 of New Girl – Sister parts one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Are we doing a supersized episode talking about all three, or are we spacing it out? No, not knowing the episode, I think we should do all three. I agree. I think we go for the gusto. Go for the gusto. Let's, you know, we, we missed a lot of weeks. Let's do a little catch up here by we- knocking out three and one. We had reserved it so that no guests could appear, so we've withheld it so that we gives us the option to do all three. I didn't know we did that. I wouldn't say we did that because I didn't know this was a three I think episode. we did talk about it at one point because it was like to cover three episodes with a third person. It would no, be that would be nuts. Hour podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think we should do that. All right, so next week we'll do that. Before we get, so you could be thinking about what you think the episode uh, involves. I have a guess. Or, I have a guess. All right, we'll save that for the end. Sure. Uh, jot it down if you need. Let's get to the guide. Do we see Caroline again, or was this the closure uh, uh, that she needed? I am nothing but honest with the audience, and I I, I saw in the the wiki because I was trying to look something up that we don't see her again. Uh, I I was worried because the um, IMDb does say as like a fun fact this is her last appearance, so I yeah. thought there was a world you would know that. Yeah. Um. What about uh, Berkeley? That I do not know. I hope we don't see him again. That's my All guess. Right. Well, regardless, we need to put um, – we got to put him in the boyfriend rankings because he did date Jess. Um, I mean, all we know is that he's willing to leave his wife of 10 years. This is going to be a hot take. I'm putting him last. 
I think that's a little... Uh, I mean, that's fair. This is very bad. Imagine imagine you're his poor, suffering wife. You're at but home. But it's not... Yeah. I would think more it's, like, about their relationship than it is. But you, you make your rankings as you want to make them. He's terrible. He's terrible. I'm putting him under fake Nick at the, as a wedding date, who's under Genslinger, because Nick ditches her at the wedding. Uh to be with Caroline, putting him right under that as worse than that. But above, I've just made a change. I had Peter above that Nick, but I'm putting him lower than Berkeley. So I'm going to have fake Nick, Berkeley, and then Peter, who completely stood her up. Like, I don't know why I had him higher than fake Nick. And then Bearclaw. And then I still think cheating on her after six years is worse for her. Yeah, it's bad. All right, we're going to do Garner Min this week? Yep, Garner Min. All right, we'll do Garner Min. Then we have a very cute banana minute that I played for an audience earlier today because I just think Yosef is so cute. Mm -hmm. I I play audio of your kids to people who don't know them, (laughs) and I don't know them. (laughs) That's Um, cool. Yeah, Uh, so tell me when to start the Garner Min. Uh, All right, here we go. So Jennifer Garner posted an old picture, and she's holding a gigantic-looking dog. I don't know if it's just a picture. But this dog is enormous, and her dog's name is the full first and last name of a celebrity. Two names, not three. Would you like to guess the celebrity's name? Uh, I did. Do, I follow Garn, so I do uh, know this. But am I wrong that it's a huge dog? I don't recall the dog being huge, but I did remember that Martha Stewart was a notable name for your dog. Yes, Martha Stewart is an interesting dog name. I I would have liked to see Martha Stewart in the comments there, but maybe she's a little freaked <laughs> out. You know, did she get tagged? Did she get the tag? She did not get the tag. She, there's no tag so in the that's picture. Tough. Yeah, she would have to follow the Garners, which most people do. Um, so can we use part of the Garner minute to see if Martha Stewart follows her? Yeah, yeah, you could check though because I, I'm, I'm on uh, web, so I, you can't uh, check that sort of wow. thing on web. Okay, boomer. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm recording a podcast. It would be weird to do it on the phone. Um, uh, Jennifer Garner also posted a picture with Mark Ruffalo or Ruffalo. Uh, yep. Oh, we'll never know what happened. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo or Rivala. All right. That was great. Garden's Men. I had fun mm-hmm. with that. I, mm-hmm. I interacted maybe more than I normally do, but. Yeah, you usually, you know, you like to keep it silent during the Garden Minute, but uh, you're welcome to interact. What's your preference? I mean, this is a two-way street. All right. And not all the time. Once in a while, maybe. Okay. All right. Now it's time for the Banana Minute. Let's play the intro, Keeve. Oh, we stopped doing that. Okay. <laughs> Remember when we used to do that? The intro to the Banana Minute? Yeah. That was a while ago, no? Yeah, a long time ago. All right. I responded to this. You sent me this Tuesday, which also went to the fake narrative I built in my head that we were recording Tuesday because you sent me this at 3 p.m. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But again... Uh, no, I send you res- when they happen, so I don't forget. I responded, OMG, so cute. So let's hear it. All right, what kind of minute are we doing today, Yosef? What can you tell me about the Tyrannosaurus Rex? Tyrannosaurus Rex has claws. It has claws? Super strong claws. Super strong claws, what else? On their head. On their head, yeah. And they go around. They go around, what else? And there's also more claws bigger. Yeah. Are they fast? They They are super strong. What about fast? Really thinking about this one. They go slowly. They go slowly. Okay. Uh, who's stronger, a lion or a Tyrannosaurus Rex? I already know. Tyrannosaurus 
Finn to return it to Source Rex. Whoa! I already know this elephant. And then what about the Hulk or Tyrannosaurus Rex? Well, the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> because they are like boom. And they can't even pick up a house. Incredible uh it's true. work from Tyrannosaurus Rex can't even pick up a house. Allie from the editing room, uh, happy to report that most of Young Yosef's uh, T-Rex facts, check out. I don't know about claws on their head, but uh, the claws are, in fact, super strong. Um, according to National Geographic, um, Stephen Stanley, a paleontologist at the University of Hawaii, says Tyrannosaurus arms were well adapted for, quote, vicious slashing at close quarters, making use of four-inch long claws to inflict deep wounds on unfortunate prey. Um, And how fast can a T-Rex run? Not that fast. Live Science says, never mind outrunning a T-Rex. You could probably outwalk it. T-Rexes were thought to be in the range of 10 to 25 miles per hour at top speeds. And the one thing I do have to correct Yosef on is when it comes to an elephant versus a T-Rex. According to Quora.com, the T-Rex is larger and more powerful than a full-grown African elephant, and it would be completely defenseless. But if the elephant has a group of other elephants, it would be more of a fair fight. Back to the show. Honestly, that was very informational, very informative. You know what's interesting to me is when he whispers to you, does he think that's not making air because it's like, what an incredible diversion. It's like he knows that he doesn't think that the T-Rex's strength is running and being fast. So when you ask him about being fast, he addresses his strength. Yeah. It's like a job interview. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I'd actually like to talk about how strong he is. Mm -hmm. And then you insist on asking about fast, and he's like, he moves slowly. Yeah. Like, does he not want that to make air? I guess it's a good qu- it's a good question. I don't know how we would ask a five year old that question, but it is a good question. Because he's whispered in the past when he's like, "Abba, banana minute." Yeah, ask <laughs> me about banana, not about like the, the LeBron James or whatever. Yeah. He whispers when he's giving you stage direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Great the he's the director of the banana minute. That is true. Um, can you confirm that? you maybe allegedly would have another child just to fill in for Yosef when he gets too old to do this. Yes. That we, uh, like, people were worried when Yosef is, soon he won't be cute enough, but, you know, he'll be too old or whatever. But, yes, we can we can replace Yosef in the banana man. <laughs> I mean, not every kid has, like, a really charismatic imaginary friend, though. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you have to really... I didn't, in, I didn't create banana. I've, like... I've sort of pumped up banana, and I like to ask him questions and keep the spirit alive, but, like, I didn't invent banana, you know? Listen to the way that Akiva takes credit for his son's creativity. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, I I can't, the next kid might just be, like, who knows what they're into. I don't know. All right. um, Looking at our five-star reviews, we haven't gotten any. We don't deserve it because we have been inconsistent, but... We'd love we'd love to get some reviews. So feel More free reviews. to review us. Anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. You could click through to Apple Podcasts. Give us a little love. You could also search new girl. We're there. Still inexplicably, welcome to our show. Not there when you just search new girl. I'm really not understanding. A part of me was like, is there something where it's like not officially sanctioned or something? So they like can't use it? But then they use new girl in the in the bio so they just don't don't have a good seo manager on their podcast that can't be true like i think i don't know whatever 
Um, Kiwi. Mm-hmm. What, you've got a bracket coming up on her nap. Check that out. I hope so. We've uh, got a bunch. Your brother was was in one. We had, uh, we did March Madness. I guess that's outdated, but we did a lot of movie stuff with Av this week. That's this is on still... 32 Fans now we're talking about. Oh, sorry. That's 32 Fans. Yeah, Renap, we, we have just a bracket came out with Puya today um, called Fleshed Out where we, um, people send us the names did and we punch use, them up. Did you use, give us a little teaser. Did you use my idea? I did. I did use your idea. Did it, get it, did it play? Um, it, I mean, it, de- it definitely made air. It made the bracket, but... No, did um, it play, meaning did it play well? Did it do, like, not did it do well in the bracket, but, like, did you guys do good with it? <laughs> No, you know, I made it's a joke. Hard. Did it play? It's hard. Right. It didn't User do great. Error. User it, error. Then it was <laughs> yeah, an inc- yeah. incredible. It was a idea. good joke. It was a good joke. I, it's too complicated to explain sort of what I did with it. Uh, like, not that it was like so. What good, I'm hearing just, is like, you blew it. No, 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 no. I mean, did I blow it? Probably with that one, but I think it was fun o- overall. I think we had all very, right. A lot My of fun. little spies need to tell me. Uh, did mm-hmm. you give me credit? I understand if you did not give me credit. Uh, I, I did. I said a very special uh, 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 person gave. Uh, all right. Gave me so this, my, but I didn't say their name. My spies will know what mm-hmm. they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you have multiple spies. Well, I just never. I don't want to risk outing them, so I'll say. Mm-hmm. You're All like right. the CIA and the Mossad of like podcasters. You got people <laughs> everywhere. I got my ear to the ground, baby. My finger on the pulse. Um, I, I was on Temptation Island podcast with Kirsten and Maggie. Uh, mm-hmm. Check that out on Reality TV Wrap Ups. Otherwise, I'm just hanging out. You can follow me at Last Tweets. You can follow Kiva at Kiev26. And we'll be back, hopefully next week, uh, to talk about season three. Oh, we forgot who won the episode. I was like, I know I'm forgetting something. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was we were so close. Producer Kelly says, uh, it's tough, not a super standout for anyone, but Jess is generally funny and wins with Nick, declaring he's been in love with her for the whole show. Shout out to Winston, though, with lots of great one-liners this up. Who do you think wins? Yeah, I think you could definitely give it to Winston. That would be normal. I think there are a lot of episodes where there are four or five people way ahead of anybody in this episode. I'll give it to Jess, though. I think Jess ends up a huge loser here. Like, yes, she hears this fake narrative from Nick, but she was totally wrong about this 10-year friendship that blows up in her face, and she admits that maybe she was kind of, like, being inappropriate with him. I don't think it's insane. To, I'm, now I'm acting like it's insane. I think none of the other guys can win because their like sex plans blow up except maybe winston because birdie's into it so winston's in the conversation cc to me is in the conversation for not even being a part of this episode yeah that's true that's a good point it's and really think, if i'm cc's agent i'm like hey you know stinker and she wasn't in it bring her back <laughs> next week and then nick uh nick to me ends up being right about berkeley and is able to sort of resolve things with caroline and ultimately rises to the occasion so I think Cece, Winston, and Nick are all in the conversation. I'm going to give it to Winston. He really, he wins. He gets to have sex in somebody else's loft, uninterrupted by the shenanigans. He's the winner. Okay. I mean, it's a totally fair choice. Good episode for Winston. All right. Season three, episode 16, 17, and 18 next week called wow. Sister, Kiwi. What do you think? Sister one, sister two, sister three. That's what it's yep. called. Sis- um, it's just sister, then sister two, sister two. So basically, I'm going to answer whose sister is showing up out of nowhere. And I've been thinking about it the last few minutes. I want to say... I'm just going to say Jess. All of a, like, I, Do we think she's an only child? I'm going to say it's Jess's sister. That's what the final answer. 
And if it is just a sister, who's playing the sister? Call your shot. It's oh. a guessable. It's not obvious, but it is a guessable guest star, I think. Jess's sister. I have an actress in mind. I have I have a I have a an actress in mind, but her name can you just can you vamp for a minute while I look up yeah, her yeah. name? No, what, I'm not gonna I, look up what she yeah, was in. Fine. I'm just trying to what I love about this for Keeve is that mm-hmm. uh, he's going all in on assuming it's just his sister and yes. making this guess. I like well, somebody who calls their shot and sticks with it. So if you go down, you go down swinging. I, I can't remember. What are you Googling to try to find this? Maybe I, it's I don't know too complicated to – I don't even – Oh, I think I'm, – I'm getting close. I'm getting close here. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> Someone don't – don't cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That's my guess. Okay, now I have to look up who that is. Mary Elizabeth. What Winstead. did you Google to get that? I'm curious. It's too, I'll explain it after the podcast. It's, sister it's, and new girl? No, I did not. Um, I if it is just a sister, I could mm-hmm. see this for her. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we'll see if you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, hopefully, and until then, see ya. Bye. See ya. I don't want to be ya. My plate and my dog. My plate and my dog. My plate and my dog. Right now.